Welcome back to the Emergency Goalies. And well, we were talking in our last episode. It was very unlikely, but it would be pretty funny if the uh, Blackhawks could beat the Bruins. Because, you know, hockey being hockey, the most unlikely outcome. And well, that's exactly what happened. But I guess we should before there were two games before that crazy game in both in Florida, both games, the Blackhawks were in till the very end. One went to overtime against the Panthers that they lost. And then just a heartbreaking goal. Although maybe if you're on board with the tanking, a outstanding goal with a minute left that gave the lightning the win. And then, as we said, the Blackhawks beat the Bruins. So I'll just ask you, Michael, what the heck? Yeah, the the two games in Florida, like you said, the, the Blackhawks went out. They fought hard in both games, which I was a little weary of the back-to-back and having to face the Lightning in the second half of that. Uh, that's a team that the Blackhawks have failed to do very well against um, in recent history, as we all know. But yeah, you know, the... The Blackhawks are doing a pretty good job of playing structurally sound defense where they will collapse and protect the middle of the ice. And it it gives the opponents plenty of possession time. And the opponents are out shooting the Blackhawks by a quite a wide margin just about every game. But as of right now, the Blackhawks are doing a pretty good job of keeping those shots to the outside and not allowing a lot of uh, rebounds and second chance opportunities. And when you combine that with pretty good um, goaltending of late um, from whoever has been in goal, um, been a little bit of a merry-go-round in the in the net um, lately, but uh, if you do those things, you can generally limit the goals. And if you can limit the goals against, you're going to be in just about every game, regardless of how many goals you score. And that's kind of what we're seeing. Blackhawks have been occasionally getting three, four goals, but they've they've started to limit the goals against, and it's generally been three or less. And so you do that, you're in games. And that's that's kind of what we saw in Florida. But the game in Boston, wow. Um I I still don't have much of a uh, explanation for that one. That is, I mean, the Bruins have not been playing quite up to their usual selves of late, but even at eighty percent effort, they should be able to beat the Blackhawks. Um, their roster is that much better than the Hawks, but with the Hawks trying very hard. And the Bruins not trying very hard. Um, I think the first goal in the game was a good uh, uh, indication of the effort level. Um, Mackenzie Entwistle got a, I wouldn't even call it a partial breakaway. I, I mean, it was one-on-one against the defenseman. And the Bruins defenseman essentially just gave up on the play. It was, uh, gave uh, Entwistle, who is not the greatest skater, 
allowed him to to drive hard to the net and that muscle doesn't even have very good hands didn't even get a good quality shot off but the puck just happened to slide into the net and that's kind of what we're seeing from the blackhawks a lot of hard work and uh, the bounces are kind of going their way more often than not um and then hey let's give some credit to our uh leading goal scorer taylor radish um you know uh we've we've talked about it throughout the year he is a guy that can shoot the puck um and if you give him opportunities he can he can score some goals and he did that in this one um got three third period goals but then the uh jujar Kara line with boris kachuk uh, boris kachuk and uh joey anderson yeah. um since the, that trio has been put together uh They've played really, really well. Um, yeah, yeah, and the, I, honestly, they were the best line in the game um, in, in in Boston or against Boston, I should say, not in Boston. Um, but yeah, I mean, they were matching up well against the Bruins, and all three of them play pretty straightforward, simple games. And then all of a sudden, we've got like Boris Kachuk. Um, uh, pulling out skill plays. <laughs> um, that was completely shocking to me. I mean, he was a second round pick, and those guys generally do have some level of skill. You know, they were he was a scorer um, when he was in juniors. Uh, he played for Canada in some of the World Junior Championships and stuff like that. So, I mean, he's not a guy without skill, but he's never displayed it in the NHL. He is. Yeah, he's never shown the confidence to try some the moves that he did the other night. And that, I think, is a testament to kind of the chemistry and the success that that line is having is that all of a sudden they're like, hey, you know what? Let's let's just kind of go for it. And I think it probably shocked the Bruins as much as it shocked us. You know, it's one of those things, though, too. It's just it always seems like in sports when you say something so like you're so sure something's never going to happen. That's. The time in sports is like, oh yeah, 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 and I mean, you know, they even weathered, uh, you know, a goaltender injury in the middle of the game. You know, uh, Mrazek re-injured his groin mm-hmm. and uh, had to be removed, and Staylock came in, and you know, uh, I think he gave up one soft goal early on, but ended up, you know, battling the rest of the game, and. Yeah, then that crazy third period with all the goals. And yeah, I just, uh, like I said, it, it was just, it was more or less just an effort thing, even though, I mean, even, and, and even with the Bruins, uh, you know, playing a pretty low energy game, they still outshot the Blackhawks by like 15 yeah. shots. I, you know, it, it was certainly not a dominating performance that a they're six not, to three score would indicate. <laughs> yeah, they're not out shooting anyone this year. It's- Right. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I think it's happened maybe a handful of times, but my guess is it probably, it's only been more like three. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not happened often. Um, I, I do think there's a chance one of it could happen in one of the games coming up here against Arizona. Yeah. I, I do want to say they did that um, earlier in the year where they actually outshot Arizona in the game. So that's yeah. a possibility, but yeah. Um both of their shots, I guess. Yeah, they have been. Um, you know, they haven't been scoring a ton of goals outside of that Boston game. 
Um, you know, it's generally been one, two, three goals, but even in the games where they're scoring one goal, sometimes it's, you know, off of, you know, a, a fairly low amount of shots. And when they're scoring two or three, it's generally off of 20 shots or something like that. So, um, yeah, they're, the puck luck is finding them um, as of right now. I mean, Joey Anderson scored like three goals since he's been with the Blackhawks, which is ridiculous for the amount of ice time he gets. And, yeah. you know, that's not going to continue. Um, and yeah, yeah. I mean, the fourth line is hot right now, but uh, those guys aren't scorers. They're not going to continue to score. So uh, I would be very surprised if that happened. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, it's not like it's, I'm overly concerned about the tank at the moment, but um, I do think we are seeing um, signs that, you know, Richardson kind of knows what he's doing. Yeah. I, was gonna and, that. Yeah, um, I mean, he's getting him to play simple hockey. Yeah. Um, and when you have a, guy, a lot of guys that don't have skill, um, that's what you need to do with them. And, you know, especially when you're integrating so many guys mid season as well, too. I mean, you can't, you can't overly complicate the system. Yeah. Um, there, there are people saying that. Yeah. But this is a sign that he's a good coach. And I'm like, well, you, you can't really tell because he's got nothing to work with, but it is a, they give effort. That's a good sign anyway. Yeah. You know, and uh, the, the, the players are buying in, which is a good sign. And I think it also is a testament to the type of players that, um Davidson has brought in as well um yeah I mean talent deficient but we haven't heard about any clubhouse issues nobody's been out there dogging it despite all the losses despite the struggling offense uh, you know every line tries hard on a more or less nightly basis um so uh, that's I think that's a good idea. I, you don't want to accept a losing culture. You want the players to play hard. You want them to try to win. You want them to get angry when they lose. Yeah. And, you know, whether you get Connor Bedard or one of these other guys, having those types of players in the locker room when they get there that, you know, want to win um, is a good idea. So, yeah, I mean, this roster has almost no talent, but that doesn't mean that there isn't some value in those guys fighting and clawing for every possible goal that they can and every possible win that they can. Yes. So like you said, uh, Mrazic's injured and I would assume he'd be out for a couple of weeks anyway, if not. Yeah. At least precautionary wise, uh, uh, you, you don't want to aggravate the, a groin injury uh, so my guess is he's going to be out in the, at least for the rest of this month. So we're going to get Anton Pedobin as the backup now. Sounds like it. Yeah. He got called up today. You know, he's been playing in the AHL all year. I don't, I don't even know how well he's been doing down there. Um, but my guess is it's not been all that great. Otherwise Dallas probably would have had him up. <laughs> so, I mean, I know uh, it was more or less just an onerous contract, but mm -hmm. um yeah, I mean, if he was playing well, um, Dallas would have either had him up or they would have been able to move him. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't expect Kudovin to come in and 
light the world on fire or anything. But of course, we said the same thing about Alex Stalock when he was signed. Yeah. So goaltenders are weird. Um, I'm not even going to try and predict <laughs> if this is a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, Jackson Stauber came in and played good games for us. Um, you know, even like that game that Dylan Wells played, it wasn't an embarrassment. So. <laughs> um you know, the goaltending has kept them in a lot of games lately. And I, at this point, I'm assuming Staylock's probably going to play two out of three. Um, but we've seen with his health that uh, a big workload has been a struggle for him. So who knows? Um, you know, Stauber may be up before long, too. So <laughs> we'll just have to see. Yep. So I guess there's not much other news going on other than uh yeah i think maybe the only other thing we should touch on is uh um one of the actual good young players that the blackhawks have that was worth tuning in to watch a little bit cole gutman uh, is done for the year um he apparently injured his shoulder back in november and he's been playing through it um which is impressive because he's played pretty well um but apparently he re-aggravated it the other day and so um they've decided to have him get surgery now and be ready for training camp so that kind of stinks um to not get to see him play a little bit more but yeah you know other than that uh hasn't really been a whole lot of news they did sign Wyatt Kaiser as one of their uh top defensemen from the NCAA he's going to finish the year in Chicago um, same same way that Alex Vlasic did last year. Um, you know, they'll get him in some games, get him a taste of the NHL, but then my expectation would be that he will go back down to Rockford next year to play big minutes. That makes sense. All right, so I guess we'll go to the preview of the week ahead and kind of already hinted at some of it with the game against Arizona, but... Yeah, I mean, it's a... It's, Three road games, um, starting off with Nashville tomorrow night. Uh, so that's Thursday. And then uh, the Arizona game Saturday, that's obviously the most winnable out of the the three because uh, they finish up with Colorado, who's starting to play a little better. And um, I know they just suffered another injury. I can't remember who it is, but, you know, obviously they're still a, a pretty strong team. So, you know, and I, I want to say even Arizona, um, I think they've been playing like 500 hockey since the first of the year. So, you know, even as they've traded off guys, their tank hasn't gone exactly as they foresaw it as well. So it's not just the Blackhawks who are, who are winning a few more games than they, than they expected. So, Um, but yeah, that'll be probably the most important one, obviously for tanking purposes, um, far as I can see, that's actually the worst team that they play the rest of the year. I mean, we don't play San Jose. We don't play Columbus again. We don't play Anaheim again. So um, as far as the last, uh, what is it, 15 games or so of the year, um, that's going to kind of probably be the the biggest one. Yep. All right. So, yeah, and I guess now a little bit of housekeeping for our show. Michael, you are going to London for two weeks. Yeah, I'll be gone for the next couple of weeks, so I'm going to kind of leave you to fend for yourself, whether you can uh, figure out a guest host or go solo, or if you want to 
take a week off, I'm all for that as well. So whatever you want to do, man. I'm thinking that probably the we're gonna have a week off and the show. So I'm hoping to find a guest host. I'm asking some people, so we'll see if we get a get an answer. But we'll have one show of the next two, and then I'll take one off because as we've been talking about, there's not exactly a ton of Blackhawks news right now. We're in tank mode, so yeah. But I will be back either next week or the week after, and yeah. It'll be, uh, I hope you have a good time in London. I'm looking forward to it. So it's it, 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 kind of weird. It'll be kind of like my first like big vacation since COVID. So hopefully uh, it, it, it's just one of those things where it's like, I'm excited, but it just feels so weird to be going. It doesn't even feel real yet. So we'll see. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Michael on Twitter, you are? MJ underscore Ernst. On STH85. You can get the podcast on the Apple Podcast app or Spotify. And I will be back either next week or the week after. And as always, go hot.